Welcome to the Experience Taiwan podcast. This is Jamie. This is Jason. Jamie, what's on your mind? Well, today I am thinking about temples in Taiwan. So, I think for any of us who have been in Taiwan for a while, one thing that you just can't miss: every nook and cranny of every city and small town in Taiwan, you will run into temples. So, Jason, what's your experience with the、uh, temples in Taiwan? Exactly like you said, everywhere you go, you see them. And、uh, interesting fact is, I think there's a temple for every local area neighborhood. And I noticed when I first came back that、uh, when people walk by them, they would、uh, look at it, face it, and bow. And that seems to be like、uh, saying hi, you know, I'm here. And that's something I've never seen before. Yeah. In fact, even if you go into rural Taiwan, into like farmlands, you will actually see there'll be intersections of roads around, you know, rice paddies or other、uh, farm fields, and you will even see small, little, almost like one-room temples on those intersections. So they literally are everywhere. In fact,、uh, there are local Taiwan government records that say there are at least twelve thousand temples throughout the entire country. Well, I mean that's a lot. Besides the temple itself, I think、uh, if you ever seen one, or for people that are listening right now, the architecture is just amazing. I mean, from the the potteries and the shapes and the designs, it's an、uh, interesting fact that is、uh, for the tiles they use a cut and paste method, and they cut it out and paste it, and it's colored, and it's something that、uh, you really got to see in person. Yeah, in fact, I think the one thing that Has always left a deep impression on me is how, especially in the urban,、uh, you know, Taiwan urban environments,、mm. you'll see, you know, a small one or two floor temple next、mm. to skyscrapers or next to urban buildings, and it's like this strange clash of modern and traditional all in you know one picture, so to speak. Yeah, and、uh, if you and it's a lot of the gods when you notice they have different colors, and、uh, literally, I think you can just kind of get the mood and the vibe from it, and a lot, a lot of local people, I. Think they, uh, it's uh, uh, whether they're for good luck or is it to cure、uh, a problem in their lives, they would go to、uh, a temple, and I think they provide services of of all kinds. Absolutely.、Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think this is something a lot of people don't realize until they start、uh, living in Taiwan for a while. Is just how su-、um, I think the best word is probably in Chinese they'll say mijin,、mm-hmm. or just how superstitious. Taiwanese are about some things and kind of different taboos, and a lot of this culture revolves around、uh, these temples. In fact, recently, I think only about a year ago, there was a horror movie that came out called Joe.、Mm, yeah, and yeah. that really, I think, for for a, as a Westerner watching that, yes, it was spooky, but maybe not as scary as I think it is for Taiwanese who、mm. really understand the the nuance、uh, behind that temple culture. Oh no, I, I think you're right. Hit around the spot, superstition.、Uh, do you know? I heard an interesting fact、uh, when I first came back is、uh, I saw a red emote on the street while I was walking, and as soon as I was getting ready to pick that up, my mom yelled out "stop!" and I asked her why, and she said,、uh, "There's this myth that if you picked up the envelope, the picture inside, that is the bride that you have to marry. It's actually a ghost." Oh man! So I guess it's、mm-hmm. uh, the opposite of picking up Abraham Lincoln off the ground, right?、Uh, <laughs> uh, if it was Abraham Lincoln, even my even if my mom told me to stop, I'd still would have picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this this is the interesting thing is as you mentioned. So for example, in local local culture, let's just say you're trying to get a job or you're trying to find a partner,、yeah. you know, you're trying to find、uh, or you just kind of want some good luck for a test coming up. There are actually specific temples,、mm-hmm. or if for example you're a, a married couple trying to have a child,、mm-hmm. there are actually specific temples you can go to to pray and hopefully、uh, get you know get your wishes、uh, met. 
Yeah, uh, I think there's a goddad. Uh, people they even do that for uh, if you want to get a your stu- uh, if you want your stu- uh, children to get a good score on the test. Yep, you can actually even go and pray for that. Uh, and um, one so one thing you'll find is as you a lot of these temples, whether it be in the big cities or in the small, they have a similar, especially the big ones, they have a similar design. Mm-hmm. So quite often when you first come in. Um, and this is the, un, I, I would say, probably the unique aspect about the temples is Taiwan's local religion. It's kind of hard to put a finger on. It's not exactly just Buddhism. It's not exactly just Taoism. It seems to be its own local blend. Um, but it, uh, definitely the Buddhist influences are there. And typically at the entrance, they'll have what's called a, a shanmen, mm. which yes. uh, I guess the rough translation is just kind of like a gate, a mm. Buddha, or they'll say like a Buddhist gate or a mountain gate. And the idea here is that once you pass through that gate, the idea is, okay, you're on sacred ground. So you you need to be mindful of that. Um, And, you know, especially if you have an artistic appreciation, Mm -hmm. um, you can definitely start paying attention to some of those details. So, for example, Jason just mentioned the the fragmented ceramic art or basically just copy and paste this uh, craft style. Um, What do you think about the uh, Koji pottery? The Koji pottery, uh, first thing, you know, uh, I would notice it's how colorful it is. It's made with uh, clay, but it has various colors with glaze. And it's uh, often used in uh, history as uh, themes with animals, flowers, and plants. And uh, it's something that definitely it's uh, beautiful. And, and definitely some other details you'll, you'll want to pay attention to as you go into, into these temples. If you're, not just, if you're not doing this to pray... Um, you can certainly just do it to observe and enjoy kind of the artistic diversity that you'll see inside. So typically three things you want to pay attention to are the stone, the wood, and the the paintings. So in terms of the stone, obviously it serves mostly an architectural purpose in ter- or engineering purpose in, in terms of supporting weight, bearing weight for the buildings. But there are many different types of pillars that you'll notice. They have what's called a longzhu, which is the mm-hmm. dragon pillar. Mm-hmm. They'll have a huaniaozhu. So basically like a flower bird pillar, then they'll have square pillars, round pillars, and even octagonal pillars. So these are just details you can pay attention to. And in particular, typically the dragon pillar is probably the most important one in that sometimes the dragon's head will be pointing up and Mm -hmm. sometimes it'll be pointing down. And these actually have different um, meanings. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what about the wood? The wood is actually the main structure of the temple, and they have a lot of decorative carvings. And those, you know, from my personal experience, are what catches my eye the most. Because you got to imagine, uh, back in the days, they don't have a lot of machinery. So doing it literally by hand. And if you notice in uh, Asian cultures, especially in Taiwan, the craftsmanship are just amazing. As soon as you, you walk into the, the temple itself, you notice the wood, uh, the carvings are everywhere. I mean, it's many places, and it's beautiful. And not only does it also help you support the weight of temple, but it's just the time that uh, uh, the effort that you see, it's, it's something that you're never going to forget. Absolutely. It's really remarkable. And then kind of the third element that mm-hmm. you'll notice is all, all the paintings. And the paintings are unbelievable as well. And mm-hmm. not only do they serve their religious purpose, but actually quite often they're, they're quite educational. So this is very similar to churches and uh, Western culture where not only a lot of it was conveying values and, mm-hmm. and tradition. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these paintings will talk about myths, history, uh, rumors and stories and other concepts like this. So you'll see this too quite often in the entrances. There'll be kind of these paintings on two sides of the door or even on top of the door where they'll have uh, different expressions or, or sayings. 
So a lot of this is just conveying education. So uh, maybe to wrap up this episode on the temples in Taiwan, do you have any specific experience that you'd like to share? I would say uh, if you're religious, definitely should go and uh, learn the history. Even if you're not, the building itself, like you mentioned, from the the wood carvings to the stones itself to uh, understanding a lot of the stories and the legends of uh, the history is definitely worth your time. Yeah, I would say, you know, just from my perspective, I think if you plan on living in Taiwan for a while and you really want to tap in to what local culture here is all about, you got to go to a few temples. Or you, you, I think it's just important to understand what people think about that. Oh, definitely, definitely. And not to mention to understand some of the superstitions and not be a fool and, uh, uh, and uh, stumble yeah, upon Yeah, make some faux pas, right? Yeah, exactly. And have people staring at you, right? All right. Well, uh, that's it for today, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next time. Copyright by Ministry of Education.